Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. Welcome to Confessions of a Sales Pro. My very special guest this week is a woman by the name of Julie Moiser, co-founder of Moiser McCann in Bellevue, Washington. Julie and Jordan founded Moiser McCann in 1996, an implementation expert consultancy focused on the execution, integration, and delivery of key initiatives and strategies for corporations across all different industries. Both are Washington natives and originally started working together in the startup world of the wireless industry. Jolie oversees business development, account management, and finance operations for the firm, and they are known for their outstanding experiences they provide to their clients. Jolie is a highly skilled communicator, a born connector, She has leveraged her innate leadership skills to help create a culture along with Jordan at Moise McCann that is unique, inspiring, and regularly referred to as refreshing. Jolie is sought out for her industry views and is a thought leader on bridging the execution gap that is so prevalent in the consulting industry. Jolie, thanks for taking the time today and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, Ian. I'm excited to be here. I uh, know that you already spoke with my business partner, Jordan, and I had the pleasure of listening to that episode. So I'm glad to be here and have my turn. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely your turn. The, the, the Jordan Jolie team, Team JJ, uh, <laughs> That's that I right. like to refer to you as. Absolutely. Again, thank you. So you and Jordan have been you know, in business for over 26 years now. Congratulations. Any business that can last a decade is doing something right. So you're definitely on the right road. What has made your business partnership so successful, Jolie? You know, that's such a great question because we get it a lot. And um, I've had the opportunity to answer this many, many times. And it really comes back to, I, I literally could answer this with one word, but I will stand on that. But it really comes down to respect. Jordan and I have such a tremendous amount of respect for each other that it really has been the foundational um, strength of building this company uh, over the last 26 years between the two of us. And, you know, that, that manifests in a lot of different ways because we're both, you know, we're, we're strong and, and, you know, in different areas, but we are also very complementary uh, in our skill sets and, and we have highly aligned core values. And I have to tell a quick little story about this. We, um, when we kind of were growing our business up, you know, after being in business for about 10 years, we hired a consultant to help us with our mission, vision values. And one of the exercises she gave us was we each got a separate deck of 70 of the same cards with one word on each card. And we were meant to pick seven cards each. And true story, we both picked separately without talking the same six cards 
And then the seventh card, Jordan, I think, picked innovative and I picked creative. So that just tells you how aligned we are with no, you know, external influence in our core values. And so certainly that has played a big part of it as well, in addition to this respect that we have for each other. Um, so, so I think that's kind of foundational. Uh, additionally, when, when you learn about Mojo McCann, you, you come to know that we are really known for our relationship and communication skills, like as a company. That's kind of people we hire, and that's also fundamentally how Jordan and I are. So when you have respect for each other, aligned core values, these, you know, effective relationship and communication skills, it really does create a recipe for success and something we, of course, we didn't know when we were starting out that that, that was going to be like this. So um, we do feel very fortunate and um, excited that, that all of that worked the way that it, you know, it has. That's what a beautiful backstory, uh, Julie. Absolutely. And, and to, share, to have that mutual respect in any relationship. Yes. Family, friends, yep. business partners. It, it, it is, you know, it is, it's the core foundation. So it's so wonderful you and, and Jordan share that together. And I love your story about the seven cards, six uh, out of seven. That's and crazy. The seventh one, you could say, are, are very similar. There's a big overlap on that as well. <laughs> I know. It was crazy. We couldn't believe it. It's just, it's kind of become one of those like iconic stories of our business because it, uh, it certainly absolutely. is. Yeah, it, it just, it proves kind of the point that we're talking about. Absolutely. And, and again, congratulations on 26 fabulous years together as partners and growing the business to the, to the success that it is today. Fantastic to, to hear, for Thank sure. You. So it, it, Thank you. When I introduced you, you're, you're welcome, Joy. I mean it. Um, when I was talking, introducing your, your bio to our listeners today, bridging the, you know, the execution gap, and, and that's, for some, they may not know what you're, you're talking about. I, I've had some right. experience with it, so I've got some back on it. But I would love it if you could share with our listener, listeners a little bit, Julie. What do you mean when you're talking about execution gap? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And, and it's important because it's actually what our business has been built on. It's something we know very well. So I love to talk about this and kind of explain it. And you kind of have to back up a little bit before you get to the execution and it is that, you know, businesses in all different ways come up with these projects and strategies. It could be executives that go off into a, you know, a, a conference room and decide we want to, you know, do something in our business. It could be that they are hiring a strategic consulting firm to help them figure out what they want to do different in their business to evolve it. And they spend a lot of time and money on this, you know, whether it's, you know, professional strategic consulting firms coming in or just even, you know, the, the executives deciding that they want to make this change. And, and out of that comes these, you know, important initiatives that are really carefully designed to improve the business. Might be some kind of competitive edge that they want to get. Might be a different customer experience. Could be around efficiency. Could be around products. Whatever it is, it, it sort of culminates in this, like, strategic vision of the company. And then what can happen is they then don't necessarily apply the same level of diligence to the execution part of said strategy. Sometimes it can be that, you know, a team just gets, you know, put on their docket for let's get this done. We're going to go do this. And so that, so that kind of resulted in what we call this execution gap because execution is just as much its own skill and expertise as defining strategy. And it takes a certain type of person 
who can be, you know, a, a strong leader who can work with a cross-functional team across, a, a, you know, chaotic sometimes and complex business and really give the same attention and, and diligence to now executing on the strategy and, and making sure that you get from concept to completion with the most efficient and effective and, and a good experience for all that are involved. Um, and, and, and something that we call, you know, turning a strategy into an operational reality. And, and when you hire Mojo McCann to do that, not only are you getting our expert skill set in execution and implementation, but you're also getting this dedicated owner who comes in as an objective outside resource to help guide and partner with our clients. That, so that's, oh, well, that's kind of the execution gap. Yeah. And, and boy, companies, those of you listening, you know who you are when you have that. <laughs> it's, it's, as you said, uh, Julie, it's one thing to have the strategy. And that's really important. Have buy-in and collaboration and know what it is you want to do and how you're going to do it. It's another thing to, to implement, to get it done. Right. I like what you said, from concept to completion. I know lots right. of companies that go away for a, a you know a two day offsite. They they you know they wallpaper the, the the conference room with all the flip charts and the post it notes. Yeah, and they've got a great exactly. They, they roll it up into a book, and by Monday it's another binder on the shelf, right? And they right. there's no follow through. I I call it FTI disease, failure to implement. It yes, is a I love thing. that. It I might feel that from you. the planning in the first place, yeah. if you're not going to get it done. So having someone dedicated, like you, you offer Moise McCann to, to ensure to be the quarterback of getting it complete is such a valuable resource for sure for all your clients. Yeah, so you, otherwise you, you all that in, time and money was, was uh, you know, has, might have gone to waste if you don't actually yeah. make it happen in the business. Absolutely. And, and that would be criminal, right? That is just yes. like a waste. Um, and you, you, you and your, 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 your team, you and Jordan, you, all of your consulting uh, team have been on many different kinds of uh, uh, projects and initiatives, strategic, uh, yeah. with, with your clients over, over the decades. What are the key challenges you see when clients are looking to hire implementation experts? You know, it's funny. We actually just did uh, an episode on this on our own podcast, The Mojo McCann Show, which I, I, I should mention is, is not fully launched. We just have done an internal soft launch so far because we're building up our episodes, but we will publicly launch it later this year. But this, just this topic happened to be something that we uh, focused on just recently because it, 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 does, it, it, it does come up with our clients. Like they, they do sometimes, you know, have challenges and, and can make mistakes when trying to bring on a Mosher McCann consultant. So we, we did a specific podcast called the top three mistakes we see our clients make so really how we summarized you know sort of these these common three themes that have come from doing this for 26 years right um, the first one is when clients are bringing on an implementation expert sometimes they have this um, requirement and 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 usually it's a little bit of a misplaced expectation that that consultant is going to have some specific deep technical or functional expertise. So like, let's say the, the initiative is implementing a new technology and they want the consultant to have like deep expertise in this particular technology. And the reason that that, you know, can sometimes be a mistake is because what we bring to the table is leadership. You know, that is our expertise. We are the, the person that can actually leverage the talent and expertise across the entire cross-functional team who does have 
the technical and functional knowledge that's needed to create a successful launch. But if you try to marry those deep technical expert skills and a, the leadership skills, you, you really don't end up finding that. That's not, as we often say at Mojo McCann, it's not a thing that doesn't usually come together in one person to be expert at all of that. So if you place the emphasis on technical and functional knowledge with your leader that you're bringing in to run the initiative, then you're foregoing the leadership skills. So we educate our clients about, you know, you don't need to worry about our consultant having that deep of expertise. They know how to garner that out of the people on the team. So that's one area is really helping them understand to focus on leadership skills when you bring us on as opposed to other skill sets that we can, we can take care of, you know, through other resources on the team. The, the second one is when a client is thinking that bringing on an implementation expert to run an initiative is the same as kind of grabbing somebody out of the general PM category in the market. And we used to call ourselves project management, so I understand why this happens. But that was, you know, 26 years ago when that title of project management was brand new in the industry. And so much has changed in the last 26 years that we now say project management is a, a line item on our implementation experts set of multitude of skills. And so we are project managers, but we're not just project managers. But in mm -hmm. staff on contracting companies, project managers, you know, by title can be very different than what you get when you get an implementation expert. So we, we help them, you know, understand what is it you really need? Do you need an implementation expert and all that goes with that? Or do you really just need more of a traditional project manager? And, and help them figure out which path they want. They often pick the implementation expert because who doesn't really want a seasoned, effective leader to get that initiative across the finish line? But it's an educational process along the way. And, and then yep, the third absolutely. one is just really, yep, yep. So, and then the third one is what can happen, and it actually can almost blame this one on ourselves because our clients can sometimes underestimate what it takes to plan and drive and fully execute an entire engagement. Remember when I talked about concept to completion, like that's, mm -hmm. that's a, you know, that's a process to get through with a, a cross-functional team in a, in a, you know, a big business with a lot going on. And so what we do is we try to make it look easy because we are expert at what we do. And when you're good at what you do, it does kind of look easy. But sometimes that can be confusing to our clients because they'll be like halfway through the project and we've made this look so easy intentionally because we want them just to have the good experience, but they don't see behind the curtain of everything that we're doing because of right. the expert skill set that we bring to the table. I'm sure this happens to you in, in, you know, in, in your world when you're really good Absolutely. at one specific thing. Yeah. Um, and so that's just another element where we kind of have to help them when, when that comes to us, like they'll be like, you know, maybe thinking it looks easy and maybe they're going to transition, pull the Mojo McCann person off and give it to somebody on their team. We definitely sit down and talk with them about it and educate. Like, like okay, let's pull up the curtain and show you what we're actually yeah. doing and how we're doing it. And so you know really what you would be taking on and you don't learn it later. And, and if, they, if they do transition, oftentimes, Ian, we actually get called back. So um, they do learn it one way or the other. Yes. Like the Fram oil filter, you can pay me now or you can pay me later. Yes, one, yes. one way or the other. And, and exactly. You know, it, it does happen in, in my industry as well. And it's, it's like people look at it and say, well, what's your hourly rate? And 
you know, because of the 26 years of prior experience and success and methodology and reference points yeah, and right. lessons yes. learned, you're, you, how do we charge for that? So, so yeah. it, it's, it's an important thing to know that you know, getting that leadership skill shouldn't be shopping for technical expertise or functional expertise. You're right. That's probably nested in the team somewhere. You need the leadership. And I love your words. Concept to completion. An expert in that Thank you. is more valuable than any technical expertise when it comes to doing these strategic initiatives that you do. And there's a Absolutely. lot of other consulting companies out there, Jolie. You know them. You'll know them more than I, I do. Know. Yes. What sets Moiser McCann apart from these other firms? You know, I think uh, in, in doing this now for 26 years, we've ebbed and flowed of sort of who we are in the marketplace. And probably for about the last 10 years, we have solidly, um, you know, placed ourselves in what we call sort of an intentionally boutique firm. And so we, we are doing that, you know, on purpose. We want to be uh, boutique. We want to have what Jordan and I call zero degrees of separation, which means we have a one-to-one relationship with our consultants and we have a one-to-one relationship with our clients. There are no layers. And, and what that drives then is, you know, fewer but deeper relationships. So from, from that standpoint, that's one area where we're unique. We, we didn't go down the path of saying we want to be, you know, saleable and scalable and be as big as we can be and be, you know, international. No, we want to be who we are and really deliver on what it is that we deliver. And, and part of that is self-imposed because it's hard to find the kinds of consultants that truly can deliver on our brand promise. So, so it kind of comes from both ways of what Jordan and I want, but also what really is out there in the marketplace. So I think that's one key difference for us. And then also that we've made this dedicated focus on implementation expertise. You know, we didn't decide to also do engineering and developing and, you know, all these mm-hmm. other factors that you can get in consulting. We honed in very um, specifically to be specialized in implementation. And so, so I think, you know, being a boutique firm, focusing on our true expertise, and then the final piece would be how we hire. The, the things that we value are the, the qualities, and I think Jordan actually touched on this. It's not, it's not the certificates and the degrees, not that those aren't wonderful for people to have, but what we focus on, what we hire for, leadership skills, people who know how to build and manage relationships, people who are savvy business advisors, they're calm under pressure, they're flexible and they're fluid with the changing needs of these, you know, complex corporations. They have a can-do, get-it-done attitude. They know how to figure things out. They don't need the client to manage them. They can figure it out and partner as opposed to, like, be another person that the client has to oversee. And they're humble and they're approachable. And so I think in these qualities that we really value and hire for, along with the other items I mentioned, that really is what sets us apart from other consulting firms. That's, that's quite the differentiation message, Jolie, absolutely. And I like what you said, intentionally boutique. Fewer mm-hmm. and deeper, which is really a statement of quality over quantity, which is so yes. special. And you, and you know what you want to be when you grow up. That implementation yes. experts. You're not trying to play you know, lots of different you know, roles on the team. You know what you're really, really good at. And that helps you decide on your, your hiring, your recruiting strategy leadership skills, relationship skills, the right attitude when it comes to selection, which is setting you apart and driving that great success you're enjoying, Joey. That's fabulous. 
So now let's talk a little bit about what, what you do. Uh, so business development approach and strategy, what's yours? What's your secret sauce? Maybe you could share a little of that with our listeners today. Yes, I would be happy to. And I love this topic. Um, you know, I, I we are sort of like just our foundation is all around warm networking. And, um, you know, you had mentioned it in my bio section that I'm a born connector. I'm a genuine people person. So I love to build relationships and maintain connections. And, and Mosher McCann's number one core value at like the top of our core value list, you can find it on our website, is relationships first. And so this, you know, this is the focus of how we have developed this company for the last 26 years. And in fact, I, I knew it was so when one day I was talking about um, something about, you know, warm networking. And my own mother said to me, she like put her little finger up and I was talking about connecting two people. And she's like, that's warm networking. That's what you taught me. And I was like, oh, isn't that great that even my mom, you know, has heard me say this all Aww. these years. And I know, I love it. And so, and, and she says it, you know, quite often because she, she, she understands it now having, you know, heard it for so many years and sees like it's such the fabric of, of Mosher McCann. And, and as we had just talked about, you know, that, that our goal is deeper relationships with our clients that, and, and it, it results in fewer, but it is stronger. And so that's also part of our strategy. It's okay with us, you know, if we just have, you know, a certain number of really solid relationships versus, you know, trying to, you know, uh, you know, manage too many that we just don't manage very well. And, and Jordan and I both do this. Like she does this on the recruiting side with potential consultants. And I do it on the prospects and client growth side. So, so that, you know, it's very intentional the way we're, that we're doing that. And, and, you know, it kind of comes down to that we do everything through people that we are already connected to. And then we kind of extend from there. So it's always warm versus cold. So even if, like, let's just say I want to target a company that we don't already work with or, you know, we, ha we don't have a connection with, I'll do five steps to warm that up before I ever target, you know, actually do something with that company or a certain individual. So, and if I can't, I won't go cold. I just, I don't do it from a cold standpoint. And, you know, there's all different kinds of strategies in sales, but this is the one that's really worked for us. And it's been very effective. We have a very thoughtful outreach approach, even when it's just one-to-one, -one, but also when it's one-to-many. Uh, Jordan is a masterful marketer. She really is. She just knows Mosher McCann very well. She has a less is more approach. And so we see this same strategy in our marketing as well as our business development. So it's very, you know, cohesive and feels, you know, very, um, you know, similar in, in all different parts of our business. And, and then I think the other thing that I, I just, I have to mention is business development for me is, is actually easy in the sense that I feel like I am giving my clients a gift. And, and I hear this back from my clients when they have, when they truly have a need, like they have this initiative, like we talked about earlier in the episode, they have a need, they've come out of a strategy session and they need someone to own this and get it across the finish line. It's a gift when they get to work with a Mosher McCann consultant. So, so it, for me really feels like I want to tell them, I'm excited to tell them they should know, but I just have learned over the years that the best way to do that is through people who know and trust us, connecting us with other people who will learn to know and trust us. It's so that's really our strategy. approach. It's a great approach. It's one that uh, you and I have in common, Julie. I can, I can tell you that, you know, in the sales game, you know, cold call math, 100 phone calls, yeah. maybe 10, right. maybe, maybe three proposals, maybe one customer. When you, when you build 
special, deep, trusted relationships with people, they're going to tell their friends and family, and it's all going to be connection slash referral driven. And that's the best way to build a, a sustainable business. And you've done it. That's that's such a, a refreshing thing to hear you say. It, it truly is. <laughs> uh, now, Good so job. Well, I love is. I love hearing you say that because you're the expert. So it's such a validation to you know to hear that you agree with that approach because it is really all that we could do. It is who we are. But it's such a great validation to to hear that you you do the same thing. Absolutely. Now what? You know, for the for the sort of younger or start out salespeople or sales leaders, business owners out there listening to the podcast today, in the beginning, you're going to have to pick up the phone. You're going to have yes. to do some of the the, the cold uh, connections that that Julie's referring to. You'll eventually earn the right to do a great <laughs> job with the warm ones, and but you got to pay your dues. So don't think there's a shortcut because there isn't one. Uh, just to set the record straight. So doing it yes. right is is the right road to get on. Billy, you you've I'm sure you stimulate a lot of thought and interest in our listener base today. How could our listeners best reach out to get a hold of you? I think the best thing would be just to go ahead and email me directly. Uh, my email is jmosier at mosiermccann dot com, and I can spell that out if you think that would be helpful. Ian, what do you think? Sure. Yeah, please. Yeah. Please. So. It's J-M-O-S as in Sam, I-E-R, at S as in Sam, I-E-R-M-C-C-A-N-N dot com. That's fantastic. Back in the day, Ian, when we were setting up our website, this tells you how long we've been in business. We didn't realize how prevalent using that name was going to be and how we communicate. So. Sometimes I think we should investigate, you know, just like seeing if we can get the domain MM <laughs> instead of Mojo. Yeah. JJMM. JJMM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be a good one for you? Wouldn't that be? <laughs> Julie, I really, on behalf of our listeners today, I want to say thank you for taking the time and sharing your stories, your expertise, and your success with our listeners today. Greatly appreciate it, Julie. Oh, thank you so much, Ian. I, it was my pleasure, and I'm so glad I got to have this opportunity. Thanks again, Jolie, and thank you all for listening to Confessions of a Sales Pro. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, we would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoryou.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With Ian Selby.